0: Hey, welcome back to Check the Vending Machines, a weekly pop culture podcast on the internet where two best friends get together, talk about pop culture stuff. I'm Jason, that's Zach. What's going on, man?
1: Not much, man. You know, it's just cold as hell. I know, man. So I'm ma'am. just trying to do everything I can to not go outside right now.
0: And I live in an old house, dude, so this mm-hmm. fucking installation is garbage. <laughs>
1: yeah i'm pretty sure that this apartment's insulation is not the greatest i don't know i also don't know if i just don't have like my heat set up high enough what do you keep your house at to like stay like
0: Um, toasty i mean the thing is i don't use the heater oh well i used the i had to use the heater last night and this morning because it's because it's freezing where we're at it's like super duper cold but even then, like, I set it to, like, 65 because I have a heated, we have heated blankets and stuff like that, like space heaters. Gotcha. And I woke up in the morning, walked over to the to the thermostat, and it was, like, 61. So, it like, didn't even do enough. It didn't even build it to what I wanted it to be. Yeah. It was just that cold outside. The insulation is that terrible.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Mine might be a little bit better than that. I mean, probably not much because I think I have it set it to, like, 72 and I don't know. I'm sure if I walked over there, it would probably be, like, 70 or some shit. Oh, uh, but... see so you
0: might do just the nature of my family, mm. we don't, we don't, we don't put the stat. That that number never touches seventy, dude. Just even yeah. just by nature, we don't, we don't fuck around with that. But also because like, I live in a house, so like it's, it's expensive. Yeah. You know, to make a whole house, to yeah. run a central central air through an entire house, especially an old house, yo, no fucking expensive as shit, bro.
1: Yeah, if I was living in a house, I probably wouldn't do it. Because, yeah, it's, it can definitely get pricey yeah, when you've got it, that much space that you're constantly having to keep at, like, a certain yeah, time. Yeah, it it's
0: not worth it, dude. So, yeah. But, hey, this is a podcast. We get together talk about movies and comic books and all that kind of stuff whenever we yeah. feel like it. And we're this is January. We're it in is. the middle of almost wrapping up our review series on Lethal Weapon. Pretty close, dude. We're, and I have to ask you from the get-go. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm perfectly okay with this. And I'm gonna ask you. Okay. Next week is supposed to be our wrap up, monthly wrap up. Uh huh. We technically have one lethal weapon left. Uh huh. I always skip four when I do my watchthroughs. I don't know what you. Okay. What do you want to do?
1: I mean, if you think that it's a skippable movie, then I feel no pressure to watch it. hmm So I'm fine with skipping it and just doing like a wrap up. Or... I
0: always skip it because it's not a bad movie, but it's the worst of the bunch. Mm. It's the worst of the bunch for sure. I
1: mean, honestly, you get to the end of like this movie and it feels like this was the perfect encapsulation for the series.
0: Uh, so the fact that
1: there's it's, even it's, another one after this feels
0: like wrong. It's Die Hard 3. It's like, okay, yeah. this is where we end it. This is the end.
1: Yeah. This
0: feels perfectly fine to end it here. We can mm-hmm. go off into the sunset and leave it there. Whereas, like, the, Lethal Weapon 4, Die Hard 4, it's like, okay, we're just... Rambo 4. You're,
1: you're, I mean, you're milking it at that point.
0: Yeah, you know, Rambo 4. Okay, we're just we're, we're just using the name for some cash yeah. money. I, I haven't even seen Rambo 4 or Rambo 5.
1: I mean... Was Rambo 4 the one that was just called Rambo? I think that was called, like... I think Rambo was the last... Is 5, right? 5? That was the one that was, like, the first one of, like modern rambo no,
0: i think that was what was the one that just came out a couple years ago that was
1: last blood i thought
0: or was yeah, it yeah yeah rambo was rambo rambo was like from like the two thousand that like the 2008 or something yeah it was like the
1: mid-2000s yeah and then
0: the one that just came out was last blood yeah fucking so terrible. last
1: blood was five okay
0: fucking terrible yeah Wait, i've even seen those fucking terrible idea terrible yeah. and then die hard was what Die Hard with a Vengeance is three. It die was hard, Live Free, Die Hard. Free, die hard. Uh, live Free,
1: Die Hard was four. And then uh, I can't remember what the Russian one was called.
0: That wasn't Live Free or Die Hard?
1: No, Live Free or Die, live free or die Hard was – I think that was the Justin Long one.
0: Okay. I haven't seen it.
1: I mean, I don't know. Hold on. Now I got to look it up. Die Hard series. Yeah, pull it up
0: because I, I have no – I'm never going to watch Let's them, see. so I don't care.
1: But – Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard Two, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, a good day to Die Hard. Good that's, day, to Die That's hard. the one with Russia. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So, cra- trash movies. Yeah. Never terrible. gonna watch them. Um, Thankfully, Lethal the Weapon's Easy. Nothing. And, and the thing is, like, Lethal Weapon Five comes out, and of course I'm gonna watch it. Of course I'm going mm-hmm. to. Yeah. But I'm not like dying for it. But then it's like, Mad Max. Did it, did it, George Miller did the perfect thing. George Miller, right? Yeah, George Miller. Yeah, yeah. He did it perfect with Mad Max. Well, we're going to bang out three of them over the course of however many years. Mm-hmm. Done. Come back years, years, years later and not even have it be about Max. And it's cast some a new Max. It's some new
1: chick. It's, it's not about Max. Max.
0: And then we're going to do another movie with Furiosa, like a prequel or a sequel or so. I don't fucking I care. It's supposed to be
1: a prequel, isn't
0: it? I don't remember. I don't, remember. Know. I don't care I think he's enough. even
1: started working on it because he's still in like court for Fury Road stuff, isn't he?
0: I don't know. I have no idea. thought
1: Um,
0: he was. uh, The biggest news I found, and we don't really do news on this podcast anymore, but the biggest thing I saw this past week, and I don't know if you saw it, Zach, was that uh, uh, it's been officially announced. I mean, it was announced a while back, but it's it's like Hmm. an official uh, reposting or whatever, Mm -hmm. that uh, there's going to be a sequel to Heat, and it's going to be a novel. Michael Mann's writing a novel. And it's a, oh, it's, it's not a, even a movie. It's a it's, book. It's a book, and it's a prequel and a sequel, to to Heat One, and I'm like,
1: how does that I, even work?
0: I would rather it a sequel. I think it's going to take place like part of it's going to be before the events of the movie, then part of it's going to be taking place after the events of the movie. So we just skip over the events of the movie. Yeah, we know when the movie's there. We watch the movie, but I, you just get I honestly, halfway through the book
1: and it has a page that says go watch the movie and then yeah. finish
0: here is just here's the events of heat 1990 whatever i would rather more mo- people do this hmm. like like don't give me a sequel if the movie like if the like speed if they made like speed 2 right for example mm-hmm. i've never seen speed 2 speed 2 is
1: with the boat right
0: yeah i'm never going to yeah. watch speed 2 i don't care you got back sandra bullock i don't give a fuck there's no keanu so I don't give a shit. So mm. if you want to make a speed 3 but have like him have that character be in it, have Keanu's character be in it, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Make it a book. Yeah, I would read the shit out of it all day. You know, um the other b- one thing I wanted to mention real fast before we get to Lethal Weapon 3, mm-hmm. is that Godfather 4K is coming out next month.
1: Okay. They're,
0: they're making a 4K set.
1: Is it just Godfather? Or is it all 3 Godfather? It's the set,
0: it's the trilogy. Okay. And the, they're also including the the original, you no know, Coppola cut of Godfather Three hmm. that they put out a couple of years ago.
1: Oh yeah, where he was like, yeah, I'm, I had all these changes I wanted to make, and the studio made me change yeah, it. Yeah, which
0: I don't believe for a fucking second. I think he realized that people fucking thought Three was trash, and then yeah. like, oh, I, I. Snyder Cut. I Snyder Cut of... The, I the, the Snyder Cutted it. I actually cut. have good shit. Years ago, I had this intention. They said this, blah, 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 blah. I, I think the movie just fucking sucks. I you just wanted to change it. But yeah. the movie, the set's going to have a 4K set of... Including that in the original cut. But mm-hmm. also, they're releasing uh, Godfather in theaters again Ooh. next month. And I was thinking, like, do I want to see it in theaters? I kind of to watch it in theaters. I, I kind of would want to, but there's... There's something about being able to go take a shit.
1: Yeah, I think especially for a movie like that that's like
0: three hours long, there's something about being able to like pause it and go to the bathroom. I think like every Marvel movie is almost three hours long now, but the difference is the fucking pacing.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, Godfather is inherently just a slow movie.
0: Yeah. The first, the fucking wedding is like... 45 minutes or some shit. Yeah, it's,
1: like, the first, like, 30 minutes of the fucking it's movie. It's fucking
0: yeah. long, you know, I, and I love the movie, obviously, but it's, like, dude, like, it's just, like, a lot of scenes of, like, people just, like, bum 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 bum, 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 bum you're, like, fuck it, dude, what are we doing? What are we doing, dude? When's we're, the horse head show up? We're building tension. We're building the world, I guess. I, I was watching it again, uh, I think, last year, the, mm-hmm. just the first one. And I was, I was watching, I think HBO Max had it or something. So I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll turn it on. And I was watching and I was like, oh, man, this movie is fantastic. It's so good. And I was like, man, it's also really fucking slow. And I think that's because I think it's an effect of Marvel movies.
1: Yeah, I would say so. They've really done something about... I don't know how exactly how Giving audiences like, like... ADD...
0: yeah i mean those movies yeah in
1: particular like that brand of movie is really fed into like the adhd culture that we have is like
0: gratification yeah you pay off right away like there's no character build up so i Mm. like i don't necessarily agree with martin scorsese when he talked about how these marvel movies are roller coasters yeah just theme parks or the roller coasters i don't necessarily agree with that but i also do agree with that because they completely are yeah but also like I love popcorn movies, so to act like, like I, I feel, I feel like, what was it? When
1: was it? It was like, Denis Villeneuve said something about Marvel movies too in the lead up to Dune, where he said that they were like not cinema or something like that. I can't remember it was something like
0: that, but I saw. An he interview said some with... shit
1: like that, or it was like it was, it was like similar to like what Martin Scorsese said, yeah. where he basically said that they like weren't real movies.
0: I saw an interview with Brad, uh, Brad Pitt with Ben Affleck recently. I, I think he was talking to Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. Or for like for like entertainment tonight or something like that where he was like yeah i couldn't make argo now
1: yeah you probably know?
0: not i couldn't make argo i'm like yeah you couldn't now it's like 10 years ago you couldn't make yeah. argo. you can't make argo now like if you released heat 2 now no one would give a fuck
1: yeah
0: you know i mean it would well, do. people it okay. would care but it wouldn't make money like it did back in the day no it would be like an 824 movie or some shit yeah you know? You know, which I'm like Lethal Weapon Five. Those are the kind of
1: labels you're gonna have to have those movies under now. You have to have it under like a Blumhouse or an A twenty four or I don't well, know, you know what the other
0: Lethal is, Weapon but... Five is a HBO Max movie. Yeah. With no theater no theater release.
1: Yeah. It feels like that's like where a lot of those movies that like we're talking about are coming out now. Like they're coming out through like Amazon or Netflix or HBO Max or like they're becoming like streaming only movies where like they don't really have to worry about the box office necessarily, so you have you don't have to be concerned that much with whether or not it makes money or not, because they just get their money from other means. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it shows you that the the movie theater experience is is fucking dead and buried.
1: It's dead except for blockbusters, because Spider Man still made a fucking shit ton of money. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And, and like. It's really only for for those big, like, event movies, really, anymore, as far as, like, what really works in theaters now. It's, like, Marvel movies, Star Wars, any sort of, like, big pop culture-ish movie like that. It
0: makes you wonder, like, what's the point of having, like, that many screens? Just have, like, have that many screens all play Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I mean that was like what was it? It was like in the lead up to the Force Awakens, wasn't it? Where it was, Disney was like, you have to have half your theaters yeah. playing Star Wars. Um, like...
0: I I I worked Force Awakens premiere night, mm-hmm. uh, and I went actually. I think I told you this. I, I can't remember, but like, I I, I we were going live at the cine bar, the local cine bar, mm-hmm. and just interviewing a bunch of fucking nerds, like like on live, like live shots, like interviewing them, like yeah. And my my reporter doesn't know shit about star wars so he was like asking me for write-ups questions like, just, yeah. like what to do and he's like people were walking up dressed up and all this kind of shit right so we're talking to people online and he goes jason i have a good idea you know you know you're, you're funny here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna bring you out on the five o'clock hit i was <laughs> like what dude he's like yeah i'm gonna bring you, you're gonna walk out from the camera and we're, we're gonna, i'm gonna interview you for a little bit and i was like i was like dude I have to work the camera. <laughs> he goes, just set it to a, like a a, me, a medium shot, and we'll just, we'll a just work it. shot I and
1: mean, go for so it. So
0: literally in the middle of the shot, he he pulls me out, and I'm like, I'm like behind, on the screen, like answering questions, being like, he's like, so Jason, now you're you're my photog, you're my photographer. Are you gonna watch stars? He goes, I'm like, absolutely, hundred percent, five 100%. times. He goes five times. I go, yep. was by myself, with my dad, by myself again with my friends, and then probably one more time, by myself. And, like, you know, <laughs> all this kind of shit, and then I, I walked back behind the camera. You know, but I remember thinking, like, this movie is gonna change my life. Yeah. And then the, one of my directors, who was a he was a new director, he was mm-hmm. basically just a fucking, you know, a PA or whatever. A, oh, yeah. Floor, floor guy. And he was, like, a big fan and we're talking about in the lead-up being like, here's we're his worker, to expect, dude. Ray's going to be a fucking Kenobi, bro. Yeah. Ray's going to be a Skywalk, all this shit. And I remember the, we both came in to work the weekend after it came out and we saw each other, uh, because we both worked the weekend. And we mm-hmm. were like, oh, man. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that Force Awakens. That Force Awakens, man, huh? And he was like, yeah, dude. And I was like, D- did you like it? And he was like, ah, I thought there was some cool, cool stuff. And I remember thinking, like, Star Wars is dead. Star Wars is fucking dead and buried. Mm-mm. Flash forward to our podcast about Last Jedi. Fucking I was about to say,
1: and then The Last Jedi fucking sealed the deal.
0: Dead and buried. It wasn't
1: dead with The Force Awakens. It was dead with The Last Jedi. So. I mean, it was
0: definitely shot in the face in yeah. Force Awakens. And then people now are like, oh, The Mandalorian. It's Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. It's safe and yeah. Star Wars. I don't fucking care, dude. Star Wars is dead.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I haven't really had any interest to, I don't know, this is just me in general, because I know you're still big into the Marvel stuff, but, like, I haven't really had an itch to, like, watch a Marvel movie or, like, anything that Disney's put out in, like, a really long time. Like, since Endgame, probably, is, like, the last time I was, like, itching to watch something from,
0: Yeah. like, Disney.
1: Like, I mean, I watched, what was it, the second Spider-Man, um, and I didn't like that one, so I think that kind of also drained my excitement a little bit for Far From Home, because I still don't watch that yet, yeah. but... I think the last one that I really watched was like Shang-Chi and even that was like – I was like that was good but like I don't know. It wasn't like yeah life-changing. I wasn't like a life-changing movie. Like it was a fun movie but – and I yeah, think... I mean like I watched like the first season of The Mandalorian but like I've had no interest or need to like buy Disney Plus to like watch the second season or to watch The Book of Boba Fett or any of this other shit that they have coming out with. So
0: I, I think it's, t- it's twofold for me. With The pri- the primary thing being that it's just something that I can watch with my fiancé. Yeah. Like, we, we're both already so invested into, you know, 15, 16 fucking movies and shows. Like, something, yeah. something else we, we don't have enough to watch together as it is. Yeah. But we both enjoy these enough to watch them mm. together. So, it's something to watch together as a family. I think
1: that definitely helps having somebody else to watch. Yeah, it,
0: right? it's, it's something we're both... Like, I'm not going to watch Bachelorette. She's not going to watch Bloodsport. So, we're going to watch these, you know? But... Number two is that, um, I just inherently like superhero stuff more than mm-hmm. I like manga. like it's just it's just natural. Now, if they were able to do a live action, you know, Naruto and make it like good, I'd be I there. Mean, I, I'd be there every fucking night, you know, I'll be there every fucking movie.
1: That'd be a hard one to do really good.
0: yeah, if you can give me a live action shooting, yeah. exam. I'm fucking and then make it. I mean, I'd be done for
1: that shit hundred percent, dude. Yeah, Ooh. make it
0: fucking good. I, yeah, yeah. I, I would be like, fuck superhero movies, dude. But not some Cowboy Bebop shit, but like, actually do some like good, a good. Yeah, adaptation. absolutely. But you know, I I think with the Marvel stuff, partic- particular, obviously, if D- if DC was good, I would I would it would be the same thing. But DC's not yeah. good stuff. And since I'm a, I'm more of a DC fan than anyways than Marvel. But like, mm-hmm. since I grew up reading comics, I spent so much of my fucking money on fucking floppies yeah. for years. I have a closet full of fucking recent floppies that I still fucking have that I don't know what to fucking do with, right? So I have I spent so much god dang money on these stupid characters that yeah. writers just suck at writing. But the stories that do matter to me, those are the ones that they're pulling from. So I yeah. watch these movies and have interest to go, okay, how are they going to do it? And I ultimately walk out of the theater fucking pissed. They didn't but they do. Did they, they didn't do as good as the fucking comic book did. All you had to do was fucking take the fucking comic book, like Civil War. I we we went through it a thousand times. I'll I'll say it real fast before we get to the fucking movie. It was like yeah. Civil War had zero impact to me. Like even when I rewatched the whole Marvel universe, to prepare for what Endgame or whatever. Like yeah. That movie to me is so middle of the ground, mid tier, no stakes. I don't care because there's yeah. not enough heroes to make it – or villains to make it Yeah, matter. I
1: think it's definitely – they pulled the, the gun too early with the Civil War stuff because, yeah, I definitely don't think there's enough – you definitely don't have enough superheroes to make it actually feel like there's an actual, like, rift. There's no stakes. In the universe. Like
0: the idea, like when Civil War came out – Like the out, only
1: really, like, visible stakes that you see with it is the Tony uh, Cap stuff. But even then it's like – outside of when they specifically mention it in, like, Civil War or when they specifically mention it in, like, Infinity War and Endgame. Like, it has no other bearing on any of the other movies. Like some of the
0: go- – some of my fav- – when when Civil War was happening, some of my favorite issues and stories mm-hmm. weren't even in the main hero books. Yeah. It was, like, the random C-tier hero who had to, like – Okay, be like shit. Can I still do this? Like, I I'm in a small town. I'm I am i am not in New York City. Like, can I still do like those are my those are my film my favorite stories, mm-hmm. or the villains being like oh shit like I have to actually side with this hero now because we are both being hunted by the fucking Fed. Like those yeah. stories were to me interesting. And when you actually go back and read Civil War, and see like like Punisher like do kill a bunch of people like kill a bunch of villains yeah. and he's like fucking. There's that really powerful scene in the fucking Civil War where, like, you know, he, like, kills a bunch of bad guys, and they, mm-hmm. bring, they bring him back to their little base, and he's, like, talking to Steve, and he's like, you know, I- I'm one of you guys, and Steve, like, beats the shit out of Frank, like, like fucking beats the fuck out of him, because, of course, Frank can't – fu- he's a super-powered man, and Frank is just a regular guy, yeah. but beats the shit out of Frank, and Frank's all bloody, doesn't, doesn't throw a single punch, and Steve is like, why isn't he fighting back? And someone's like, because you're his idol,
1: yeah. Because
0: he grew up wanting to be you. He went to Vietnam because of you. Like he's, you're his favorite person. Like he, and then he's like, no, he's nothing like me. And it's like that. Even that alone, like minute one scene of the panel, yeah, shows even a massive rift between people who agree the same thing. Whereas in the movie, they can't do any of that because there's only fucking ten fucking heroes. Yeah, you know. So I don't fucking. I, it doesn't matter to me as much. Yeah,
1: it's like that or like. So, I mean, that's a good example. I mean, the what they've const- the, what they've tried to do twice now with Dark Phoenix is another great fucking example. Which is like, I mean, at this point, it's like, just leave the story alone. Because you clearly can't do it right. And you don't know what the fuck you're doing. So, like, stop trying to touch it and do it.
0: Yeah, at least with X-Men, like, they... Expl- inherently, you have a ton of mutants because of the school. So they- yeah. And they do a good job of, like, like going through the school and having like, one or two shots of people in class. Like, you. they're telling you from the get-go, Yeah, there's a lot more than just the X-Men. They at least yeah. tell you that, right? But with the Marvel movies, they, they don't establish that there's other people who are doing the job elsewhere. They kind of say, these are the Avengers, it's fucking ten people, whereas yeah. we know in the Avengers comic books, it's like, there's a fucking thousand people who are Avengers. Yeah. They're just not the rotating staff, ca- staff who works the comic book. You know what I mean? Mm. Or whatever, so. But that, like, like did not I d I didn't I don't know anything about Shang-Chi, so I didn't know anything going into it. But mm. I know a lot about Punisher mm. and going in to watch Punisher, I was like, Okay, that's all right. They're getting the tone the tone's right. They're getting the tone right. They're getting the violence right. They're getting Frank Frank is right finally after two different for threat after three different movies. Frank yeah. is finally right. You know, or at least quasi right. Mm-hmm. And then they nix that and they're gonna bring him back. I'm like, Okay, okay, let's just keep the keep the same yeah. energy When we go to Disney Plus, because I want I want Frank to fucking he has to be brutal. We'll see if they do that. I I think I think that they would be smart enough to to look at Netflix and see how people felt about Punisher, and be like, okay, we we should we should maintain this level. Like, I don't know anything about Moon Knight. I don't. Moon Knight was never a character that I read.
1: Um, I've read a little bit of Moon Knight. I mean, he's interesting, and I think I thought the trailer was interesting. Yeah, I think the trailer um... was
0: super cool. I rewatched the trailer a few days ago with my fiance. We were both like, This is like the most interesting trailer since WandaVision. Yeah. Like, it's the most in- inherent. Plus, you have a good actor on it. It's a, a really compelling story idea. It's mm-hmm. like a supernatural slash psychological thriller. I appreciate that. But the character itself, I don't know anything about, which is like the, the goal. Is, this is what Marvel wants to happen on a mass scale, which doesn't, which has not happened. And it's clear by comic book sales, mm-hmm. which is like, i'm the prime audience for this to happen they this is what they love for me to sit back i'm already a comic book reader but i'm more Mm -hmm. so on the dc side so i read all that shit way more i'm more inclined to read anything about some bullshit green lantern than i am about any some bullshit thunderbolt or nova core i'm I'm more inclined to read a shazam story than a marvel man story where the fuck i'm more Mm -hmm. inclined to read you know anything from fucking those dudes with fucking lame God characters than I am of the fucking gritty realistic character, whatever. But yeah. the fact that I could sit back in my chair, see a trailer for Moon Knight, a character I know nothing about besides the fact that his name is Mark Specter and he's a mercenary. That's all I know is like the yeah. basics of that particular version of Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. And then see the trailer and go, oh, that's interesting. And then want to now read yeah. a run of him. That's the goal. That's what Marvel wants. Mm-hmm. But the reality is These movies make so much fucking money, but yet comic books are still not selling the way they they were in the 90s. So there's a disconnect between the people that want to read comic books and people that like comic book stuff.
1: Yeah. I would say, I would say, yeah. I think that their hope of movie and Disney plus money transferring over to the comic book industry is. Yeah. Not paid out,
0: and I don't think it ever will pay out, no.
1: because I don't think that just because somebody likes a movie does not mean that they're going to go and read the source material. No, or
0: what the average fan wants is to, before they go watch fucking Shang-Chi, is to mm-hmm. go on YouTube to and watch a video by a person who does read comic books breaking mm-hmm. down... Shang Chi's famous arcs and characters. The battles. origins of Shang Chi. Yeah, everything like
1: need to know before the movie comes Shang-Chi
0: out. Shang Chi explained in 15 minutes, and then when they get to the theater and see their friends, they can go. I
1: love variant comic, but that's like all his fucking videos. Yeah, that's like, Marvel- this movie's coming out. I'm gonna break you know, down everything about the history of this
0: character. Marvel explained, comics explained. All, Benny, the whatever the fuck comic store, all those fucking guys. Yeah. And then you no, know, that person can watch the, you know, uh, fucking thanos explained in 20 minutes and then they can go to the theater and stay in line with their friends and be like well guys you know that thanos was originally from titan and he's actually a deviant blah, 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 blah. he's actually an internal or whatever the fuck his brother is harry style that's what mm-hmm. they want to do yeah that's that's what happens right because people want to bump their friends mm-hmm. versus being like what marvel wants you to do which is like oh well who Thanos, oh, I'll go home and I'm going to download Marvel. I'm going to read all the runs I'm going to download did. Marvel Unlimited. I'm going to go read the Infinity Gauntlet storyline. Like, no, fucking yeah. translates to 15 bucks of sales.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, who the fuck watched? I, I, I would have a better idea that, I would say this, that if you watch the Watchmen show... Mm-hmm. Those people had a better trend. I have no I have no numbers for this. It's just this is just purely guessing based on the type of show they watched. I think it's Watchmen a better
1: is. shot that those people went and read the yes. Watchmen comic. Absolutely. I would agree with that because that's what the, the Although, Watchmen does. Although, I don't does. know cuz I feel like I actually honestly feel the opposite, which I feel like I feel like a lot of people that watch the Watchmen show were people who had already read the comic and oh, like, I, I, agree like yeah. sure I, mean, I agree with that I'm too. I'm sure that I'm sure that yeah, if you hadn't read the comic and you watch a show, I, I I bet you that you went and read the comic. Like yeah, I, I feel would-
0: like if you wa- if you never read Hellboy but you watched Hellboy, like the first two movies, you're like, Huh. This hits on a lot of shit that I like.
1: Mm-hmm. Let
0: me go check out this comic book. I think there's more translation rate from movie to comic book with like Watchmen and Hellboy and you mm-hmm. know more genre stuff than just the generic yeah. like here's Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Well, what the fuck do I read? You know, dev, devil in a bottle demon, in bo- what the fuck, demon in a bottle storyline, like, all that kind yeah. of shit. Versus like I'm going to read Hellboy, I'm going to read Watchmen, I'm going to read any of those kind of like the Spirit or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's easier with titles like that for sure where there's like a segmented beginning and end. So it's not as hard to figure out what you need to read. It's just like you need to read like I mean, The Watchmen's a perfect example. It's like this I want to read The Watchmen. All right, well, you we, you just buy the Watchmen book and, like, that's but, but, the but,
0: story. But, 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 Zach, do I need to read before Watchmen? No, you don't.
1: No, because no, it's don't.
0: before Watchmen. You don't no, need you to don't. read you it. Just
1: read Watchmen. Would you read
0: the book that the author didn't approve? No. Yeah. No. You want to read
1: the thing that's not written by the guy who actually wrote the story? Yeah, no, you, why would you, you do, do that?
0: Why would you read that? So, yeah. that? That's a ramble. But we're here to talk about Lethal Weapon 3. We
1: are. The 1992... Film starring Mel Gibson and
0: Danny Glover. Danny Glover. I don't know why I couldn't remember his name. And Renee Russo, who I'm pretty. Is that who sure, she is? Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure. A couple weeks ago, I was like, "Oh, Kirstie Alley." I was like, "That's not Kirstie Alley." I don't know why she. Was, I think I don't know why she was in my mind. When I, I don't know why I was like, "This is mm. clearly Renee Russo," but I was like, oh, "Okay, why did I say Kirstie Alley?" But maybe I was thinking about Cheers. Maybe that's why. Because I just thought about Cheers. But either way, Lead the Weapon Three. Um we're officially at the point in the film series where it's time to wrap it up. It's the it's the It natural felt like that point. with
1: this movie. It definitely felt like the screenwriting for this movie was like, alright, it's time to wrap shit up. Which and, I mean, it's like the whole arc of the story is like Murtaugh's retiring. And like yeah. that's like the beginning of like the entire story. It's like Ticking clock, Murtaugh's got, like, seven days till he's fucking out the door, and he never sees Riggs ever... Well, at least that's what Riggs thinks. Is he'll never yeah. see Riggs again.
0: And, you know, and with the with with the gap between this movie and number four, which is, like, a fucking... I think it's, like, a six-year gap. Is it? Wow. It's, it's like, 98 is when four came out. Okay. It's very clear, like, they're, like, let's make some money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, six years means that you don't have a story in mind. Yeah. Like, from eighty seven to ninety two, that's a reasonable amount of time to make three movies, mm-hmm. but for a six year gap, that does not mean that you. To me, that means you have a, you don't have a story. You have to you have to either you like, oh, I got an idea, which is so I don't believe that like Matrix Four. Yeah. I don't believe all of a sudden, Wachowski was like. Sitting at her house, being like, "I have this
1: great idea." I had this
0: great idea for Neo. It's like, no, you. you I gotta... have this
1: great idea where I'm gonna shit on everything about me having to make this movie. It's my. Yeah. It's fantastic.
0: But at least, at least with *Lethal Weapon* three, just like *Die Hard* three, mm-hmm. it feel it's a natural feel for a third film that also could naturally be the conclusion to a franchise. Yeah. And like you said, the story is basically that, like every *Lethal Weapon* starts out with a good, like good business, mm-hmm. especially like compared to two. They like, they know. Start out with some fucking, put you right in the middle of some fucking bullshit. I mean,
1: that's the most, I mean, I think the thing that was most surprising to me is that you basically start off the movie and you get two pretty big set pieces right off the bat, which is you get the bomb explosion, which is like, Uh that's just like Riggs and Murtaugh being Riggs and Murtaugh at that point. Also, it's clear that, like, Riggs is pushing him because he doesn't want him to leave.
0: Yeah, exactly. The whole time, like, you're – from the get-go, you're like, okay, this dude – like, there's something going on. And you don't know what yeah. it is yet. You're like, you don't know what – like, oh, okay. 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 He's retiring again. Gotcha. He'd okay.
1: rather kill Murtaugh than let him leave the force. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or he's, yeah. like, trying to get him – like, or maybe, like, in, in Riggs' like, twisted way – yeah. like hey maybe we'll get excited because like this is what makes me excited i think
1: he, i think that's definitely part of it too where he's like i'm trying to he's trying to like give him the juice again to like yeah. want to be a cop again hey, you're,
0: young. you're young you're young you can still you can still do this job you know we can you're still only do 50 this. years
1: old you can still do this
0: yeah even though i feel like he was 50 in the first movie like I think he was i can't remember he what might his be closer to
1: 60 in this movie i think yeah. he's
0: closer to 60 i think because just based on the character age he's definitely yeah. you know supposed to be kind of more towards that rate that age yeah but um I love the opening scene because it's exactly what you said. It's like it's like the pinnacle of what these two characters are like. We've had two movies to like kind of build on this like rambling like mm-hmm. antagonistic like fun dynamic, yeah. the the buddy cop syndrome, mm-hmm. and like it just perfectly encapsulates exactly what that is. Like just movie begins with the fucking fire line. Yeah. And I then... mean that
1: one the opening that opening credits is weird because it feels like a James Bond opening. It does. And it's very strange. It does. I'm like, this is not Lethal Weapon from what I've watched at this point. It is not like a James Bond action thriller. It's a buddy cop movie. So the fact that they're like super dramatic with like the flames everywhere and... Which makes
0: me think like this was the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like like that. that opening was like kind of like this is the end of a series. Like the fucking... Versus like the just the regular one like the the weapon yeah. right um so you start with that sweet bomb, which to me is like it's not as good as the car chase
1: no but they but it's fun for it a little bit but it's funny the next set piece so
0: yeah yeah
1: i so, really didn't mind that the car chase when they're so i mean i mean and then the setup with that is that I mean, they directly disobey <laughs> orders and get busted down to be cops. Love it, love it. It's like, hey, fucking you're... Murtaugh's like, I got seven days I got left. Seven days left. Dude. I <laughs> then he's got to wear a, a girdle because his uniform is not as tight or er, is too. He's too, loose, he's too big.
0: He's, yeah. I love too much
1: weight as a detective.
0: All of that, because what they do is they do the perfect. Yeah, check like in the first movie. It's like you, they stumble into a plot. Yeah, and I fucking love it. They just stumble mm-hmm. into a, a large plot line. Yeah. Right? They and just they,
1: happen to be in the vicinity when a robbery was going down. Yeah, and that starts off the whole movie.
0: they just have bad luck. Yeah, like the the beginning sequence of the movie is actually not even relevant.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just more like, hey, there's a it more just
1: sets up the fact that they're going to be beat cops. Exactly, and that sets off the rest of the plot because yeah, they we, have to get demoted down so that they're in the situation where they could interrupt this.
0: And there's rob- a, and there can be the. Tension between Riggs and Murtaugh and the IA uh, detective, Mm -hmm. but it's like, okay, we bust you down to uniform. You're back on Mm -hmm. patrol. You're on foot patrol, which is like, dang, you're old and you're on foot patrol. Like, it fucking sucks. Yeah. Now you see the robbery going down, and then, uh, my favorite part is that (laughs) Riggs is like, you know what? I'm not even gonna fucking cut my hair. (laughs) I'm gonna gonna wear a ponytail. Which, which ties back later to when he when he gets back there he gets back to the, the detective shields and the captain's yeah. like if reg is cut your hair he's, he's like definitely he, not going to do that you know I'm not going to do that <laughs> you know like so it's like even that it's just so funny how how did you like that opening sequence though like back to back because it's it's pretty like quick it's a bomb sequence it's pretty boom back boom to back. boom Cause,
1: yeah I mean the the bomb ends it explodes you've got them in their uh oh faces on with <laughs> all the bomb squad shows up yeah. And yeah, and then you immediately go into the B Cop. I, I kind of liked it. It kept the engine going pretty well, of like just jumping from thing to thing. There wasn't a lot of like downtime. Or hold on. Was the house stuff in between that? Or is that after the car um, chase?
0: That is after, I believe. I think it might be after. I think so too.
1: Which is the house stuff, and I, I like the car chase a lot, and I like the fact that. <laughs> I don't know if it was a little too over the top, but the fact that fucking Murtal gets stuck in the car with like the overly with the lady black woman, yeah, yeah. who's like, oh yeah, Murtal, I'm gonna show you good time." I was like, "Okay, all right."
0: And then finally, when they when they when they call, when they the chase stops and Grace yeah. is like, "I saw you kiss that woman." He's like, "I <laughs> didn't kiss her. She, didn't she kissed kiss me. Her. Yeah, she kissed me." Uh, which uh, plays back later at the end of the towards the end of the movie when they're in yeah, the office. She shows back up. Um, but i thought i think it's a really it's a classic trope that like you know that a lot of these movies and shows do which is like we're gonna take the renegade detectives and the you know the uh maverick detectives and go hey listen if you keep doing i'm gonna have your shield for this right and then they never ever see it happen but this movie like, no, no, is no, like no, 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 we no.
1: actually see it happen we're like gonna see it happen then appreciate appreciate we're
0: gonna be like we're that... gonna work back we're gonna we're gonna work your way back up and then so when yeah. you when you get to the idea the of them being detectives for so long being like, no, we're going to fucking, there's some shit going on. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to find out. This is our bus. And like, they're just pushing the captain. Well, it's, it's definitely
1: more around. like Riggs than Murtaugh with that aspect. And that's the yeah, thing that yeah. comes back later into the movie too, where he just always jumps headfirst in his stuff, which happens yeah. later when his daughter's on the movie set and he interrupts it. Yeah. And yeah. And yeah. beats it's... the shit out of her boss.
0: Yeah. I love that scene too. Yeah. yeah.
1: That seems funny too. I love that scene. Um, but, but after but... the car chase starts, I think the thing that I liked about this movie the least which is that Joe Pesci comes back.
0: I know. Yep. And he's
1: way more annoying in this movie than he was in 2. two. I think yep. he's he's one of the two things that I disliked about this movie. Yeah. Is like his insistence of having to be back again. But there's no real purpose for him to be back until they're like, "Oh yeah, I know that guy cuz I got connections." And I was like, "Okay, that's kind of hamfisted." That like he just happened to no, this fucking dirty cop who's, like, the new crime boss in this area. Yeah, um, I,
0: I completely agree. That's one of the things where I kind of thought like, Riggs and, and Martar Detectives, they could have, they could put two, they can, they, you could write another way for them to find out this guy is at a, at a hockey yeah. game. Yeah. Than just that. Yeah. And then they try to give us some levity by having, uh, by having uh, Riggs, by having, um, what's his fucking name? I can't remember his name. Joe Pesci's character.
1: Oh, Gets, Leo Gets.
0: Leo. You can't, by having Leo get shot in the arm and they're like, there's the funny scene with the doctor where he's like, it's a dumb, this, dumb the, shot. The doctor scene was pretty funny where they're giving him like, yeah, like a... It's a dumb, a, dumb shot. You know, I know yeah, a cop dumb who, dumb who got a dumb, the dumb the shot got his thumb cut shot. Prostate
1: exam and like all this other shit they're writing on his form so that well, he can be
0: stuck in the hospital. Even though, like, it goes back to great face acting which so I keep talking about, like facial acting where like, it cuts this, that medium shot on Riggs and Murtaugh. And he's like, uh, and Murtaugh's like, no, I don't want him here. And he's like, well, it's a dumb, dumb shot. You know, I know a cop who got his thumb shot off and he died two days later because of the stress. Yeah. And he's and Murtaugh's like, yeah, it's a, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I
1: definitely know what that is. Uh,
0: the doctor's like, okay, well, I'll hold you overnight. And he's like, two nights, nice. two nights, nice. And like that to me, like that goes back to the, the two actors having really great chemistry alone mm-hmm. and having really great, like micro expressions when they're acting yeah. um, but, like, you don't need to have Leo there. It really ruins the chemistry between... Mm-hmm. You can just have it be Riggs, Murtaugh, and Rene Russo's character. And kind of keep it at that. And that yeah. feels fine. But having Leo just be, like, a transitionary way for them to get to point B to point C... Mm-hmm. You don't need that. You can just have them play detective.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? Like, you can have them be, like, I get the LAPD is huge... But you can be like, the because the, their captain recognizes him. Yeah. You can be like, yeah. I, well, as I soon as they them. see
1: him, yeah. It's like all of them recognize. Well, they don't. But the personally.
0: IA and then the captain does. You can be yeah, like, IA okay. and
1: captain, yeah. Like, they all know who he is.
0: And if you can go, there's a scene in um, number four where, because I was watching it earlier, mm-hmm. where um, Riggs and Murtaugh, who are captains now, Go down to like the Asian gang unit and ask them about an Asian boss mm-hmm. to go get information. Just do that. Yeah. And for this movie, like, okay, hey, there's definitely your IA is right here. There's a gang unit. There's a crime unit. We're going to go talk to them. Yeah. Like, hey, you guys know that this guy's a former cop, right? Yeah. Where the fuck yeah. do we got to find him at? Well, he's usually here, here, and here. Because why wouldn't. Like, of course, the, if the there's IA no has. Way they're him, not keeping
1: tabs on him and like seeing where he's going. Yeah, so, you
0: know, if, if he's the big crime boss... Especially if they're
1: running an investigation on him, like, I... Yeah,
0: there's going to no be people way following this, like, him. The way they don't know
1: where he is going Yeah,
0: was... it, it makes no sense. It's just, a, it's just a way to shove Joe Pesci back in for, like, yeah. unnecessary humor. Because the mm-hmm. two guys alone are funny enough. You don't have to yeah. have more humor. They're, they're, them bickering back and forth is funny enough.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really didn't laugh a whole lot of, like, what Joe Pesci was doing. And, yeah, so it's much more about Riggs and Murtaugh and their interaction with each yeah. other.
0: How did you feel though about the bad guy in particular? This movie, about the whole idea about the you no know, retired or ex renegade cop turning? I think it's a an
1: interesting. I think it's a it's an interesting build up on like what they've done so far because I mean the first movie was um, military. Yeah, military stuff, and then the second movie was all about the diplomatic immunity and like that whole thing about it, and so then yeah, now they're tackling like an ex cop who knows the system and like. Yeah, trying to yeah. get one step ahead of somebody
0: who's already like one step ahead of you. How how do you feel about the tie to like the um like like you, the youthful African American crime stuff with like with
1: yeah Murtaugh. I mean I think that starts to get into the stuff that I dislike about it. Not that I dislike the fact that they like touch on that aspect, but it gets to the part of the movie that I don't like, which is once Murtaugh shoots the kid because the kid's armed with the weapons that the yeah. ex-cops guys stole. And that is another kickoff for the plot. But then Murtaugh like leaves the movie for like thirty or forty minutes, and Riggs doesn't like do anything to like check on him. Like the psychologist is like, "I should go talk to him." He's like, "No, nah, he's fine. Just leave him alone." And then like that's last we ever hear about like him like even knowing anything about like what Murtaugh is doing. Like he just leaves him alone for like. Movie, movie speak, he leaves him alone for like the next like two or three days. Yeah. And then Riggs goes has sex with the IA person. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he just shows back up in front of Murtaugh again. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like at this point it's like – especially with what they built up in the beginning of the movie where it's like he doesn't want Murtaugh to leave. And like he, he's his ride-or-die partner. Like he's there for him for life. So the fact that he kind of like doesn't do anything to check on him, especially after the fact that like – He knows that Murtaugh is emotionally affected by the fact that, like, he just shot his son's friend. Yeah. And, like, he still knows that, like, it's a good shoot. But, I mean, that still is, like, an emotionally scarring event for somebody. Yeah. So the fact that, like, he doesn't do anything to check on him. And then it all just becomes just, like, Riggs and the uh, Russo is, like, I don't know. It felt not right to me that like all of a sudden he just like checks back up on him again.
0: I think what the screenwriter is probably trying to hint at with the context of what we've been seeing for the last two movies is that like we don't see Riggs talk to him but he has. (laughs) Yeah. He's constantly at the house doing laundry, drinking beer, eating dinner, Mm -hmm. kissing kissing the kids like his uncle. So I think that what the screenwriter did was the disservice was like not show uh, one more scene of like there at least like a phone call or like,
1: something like that where he's like checking up on not them. even
0: that but like you know you, but like like Riggs is doing laundry and Myrtle's on the couch like in underwear yeah, like at home like on mandatory mm-hmm. you know whatever and he's just like well I'm gonna, I'll, I'll keep you updated and like just something as simple as that because you know like just from knowing the screen chemistry and like, what they have kind of explained throughout the whole even this movie alone like you know, like at the end of the movie where you know Riggs is saying they you know, buy to like uh, Murtaugh's daughter, like, mm-hmm. cl- like their family, yeah. so you know as a watcher that he's not just not talking to his friend, yeah. But the screenwriter didn't do enough job, or the director didn't choose oh. to give you that extra scene, so that we know as the audience knows,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I can put two and two together and assume that that happens. But since you don't see that, you don't like isn't feel good for the character not to have that that. You know, you, all you have is Danny Glover talking to his son in the bathroom. And they're acting as though that's supposed to make Murtaugh feel better. Mm -hmm. But really, that does, obviously. He cares about his son. But you would expect also for Riggs to be like, hey, let's just drink a beer, talk about your boat. Yeah. For a second. You know what I mean? Yeah. I
1: feel like something like that is definitely what was needed. And then also you just have Russo taking like a mini Murtaugh role where it's like – I think the point that stood out to me was like when they invade the warehouse or whatever. And they do the one, two, three gag. Yeah. And then she like – doesn't get it like clearly she wouldn't but like i don't know why he'd even like Brilliant. i don't know it just felt wrong like doing that like what's what it's not murtaugh because that's like yeah. just that's the murtaugh gag it's like three two one three one two three one two three
0: go i also don't i i really i, I don't mind the c plot or whatever of the uh you know murtaugh's son mm-hmm. hanging around like thugs yeah. i like that idea i like the idea of murtaugh being like you guys are killing all of us, kind of like talking about like the community aspect. I like that. I just don't know if it fits into this A-plot.
1: Yeah, it feels kind of – I don't know. I mean it's like tangentially there. And I mean they've got like the the black guy, crime lord guy who's like yeah. clearly hanging out all the guns that is stolen. So, I mean you've kind of got that there. But then they're going through – in the end of the movie, they're going through like their interrogation – montage of like going to all the different people trying to find the source and so then you get to the black guy that like gave them the guns and then that's it like that's the last time and then it's all about the ex-cop
0: yeah no, okay obviously you got the cop killers which is a cool scene though the cop killer scene earlier is a really cool scene Mm -hmm. where like you know and there's a lot of death in this movie oh yeah
1: that scene in the in the firing range is like i mean that's it also like ups the stakes for the whole movie as well because then you're like okay yeah. They could actually fucking die. Yeah, because now they're dealing with armor-piercing bullets. And
0: also, it's like all the detectives are there, but yet no no Riggs and Murtaugh are in uniform, and there's the patrol yeah. guy, the young patrol guy there, and they're mm-hmm. like, "All right, who's wearing it? Who's wearing a vest?" And it's obviously just, yeah. just Murtaugh. He's like, yeah. "Pervert, or whatever." No, I put my clothes on, and he's wearing a girdle, you know. And it's like the everyone's bagging <laughs> on him, and they pull the, when they yeah. pull the vest out, you know, and and Riggs pushed around through it. it sh- goes through the plate, he goes through the, all the Kevlar, mm-hmm. and he's like, guys, you know, option, best are optional. And it's like, best that's a optional. good line, man. That's a really, and then you see Murtaugh's face, is like, oh, I'm too old for this shit. Get too old, for, too this too old shit. for this shit. You know? And then it cuts back to like, you know, he says like, you know, to, especially to the kids, like, hey, special to you, and flash forward to, you know, the final, one of the big final gunfights, Yeah. and that, that that guy gets fucking that got. He gets shot. Like, yeah. That guy gets got, you know? It's almost like uh, you got to check off his gun all the yeah. time. You know, mm-hmm. like maybe he that sh- maybe that guy should have lived cuz like he's the- yeah. he was there at the explanation about the cop killers. Not everyone else was there. He should have been like at the gunfight with other patrol guys who weren't at the fucking mm. seminar or the fuck you want to call it. And he's like, yeah. "Watch out, watch out." No, they're going to don't stand there and then the fuck and then another yeah. cop gets killed. He's like, "Fuck." Like that would have been more like make more sense to me than like have the guy who was at the briefing also get shot with the bullet because he knows they're coming yeah you know that's kind of like okay we could have tweaked that a little bit to you know and then if you want to delete the weapon four which they do now that guy's a fucking detective boom give yeah. me the fucking script i will write the fucking movie because what we get with the weapon four is we, we get chris black chris black chris rock excuse me chris oh chris rock chris rock, was chris up in black. Black. Weapon chris rock. um That's what we get. He is black. He is a black guy. Um, So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, like, a couple tweaks here with the CB plot that kind of are like, they're trying to thread them to the A plot, which like, they're there, but they're not built enough.
1: Yeah. I mean, it all kind of ties together in the end. But yeah, I think there's definitely, it's not built up as much as the A plot is for sure.
0: Yeah. And like, they're, they're, they're really pushing a lot of the progress of the movie based on the B plots just to tie into the A plot, which is like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how they always do it, the crime detective mystery stories. I understand that. But when you get to yeah. the montage of Murtaugh putting the gun in everyone's face, like, it doesn't really match. He's mad, so I understand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it doesn't really fit the character that much to me.
1: Yeah, it's more of a Riggs thing. It's more of a Riggs
0: that, thing. So... And I get that he's pissed off. You know, it's young black guy. He, he had to kill because of this. I understand that completely. And then you go cuts to the, the funeral before that where the guys, the kid's parents are like, find the guy who put the gun on my son. I get all that why Murtaugh pissed off. I get that the rage is there. And it's, it's understandable and believable. But he's usually the guy where Riggs would be like, hey, 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 This is that's me.
1: Yeah. You have a
0: family, you should probably calm down a little bit. So it, it felt like... It's believable. It's not like a bad sequence. It
1: mm-hmm. just kind of
0: feels like a little bit to 11 when Murtagh is probably more at like a 7. Yeah, I
1: would I would say that for sure. I definitely felt a little bit out of character for him. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, that final fight, that final firefight scene though is fucking killer. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: I dig that shit they, all they, shit with they them do
1: the, the housing development yeah. yeah
0: what lethal weapon does really well is always it's cha- like the big set pieces chases gunfights mm-hmm. all they always do them well they're all super solid yeah, yeah they, they don't they don't they don't do a bunch of like they're good gunfights for what they are mm-hmm. they're not like you know john yeah. woo but they're they're good American action gunfights. Yeah. And that alone is like, okay, we're 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 okay. These, these are solid gunfights, so. Yeah. Um, but, Zach, is there anything else you want to mention about Lethal Weapon 3 before we wrap up for the week?
1: No, I think I really enjoyed it a lot. I think, I know, it's hard for me to rank, but I really, really enjoyed 3 a lot. A lot more than, like, I even thought I would, because I, I know we talked earlier about you ranking them, and you put three you know after one and two but yeah. um i don't know i feel like i probably have to rewatch them again to get a better ranking but i really liked three a lot i liked what was going on with it i liked the plot of it overall um yeah and i was happy it was nice to see and that's the other thing that makes you feel like it would probably be a real finality too which is that riggs has a girl that actually doesn't fucking die yeah which is nice for him yeah it's also a girl that like is basically like him as a woman yeah so it's like it's somebody who, like, really fits well with, like, his personality. And she's, and, not like, gonna,
0: like, be, she's not going to, like, be – she's not going to be, like, obsessed because he's crazy – because he's crazy. Like, she's also, like – She's also a little bit of a wild yeah, card. I'm a cop so. who chases cops. I'm yeah. – I have to be crazy to do the job. So, I, yeah, I agree. It's a perfect way to – Clearly,
1: I'm crazy because I've got my own battle scars to show. Yeah, so.
0: and it's a good way to end it. I think in 4, she's pregnant. So, it's like – Okay. They propel that further. So, maybe in Lethal Weapon yeah. 5, he'll have his own kid who will be a cop. And he's like, oh,
1: no! And then his son will die, probably.
0: No, and <laughs> then that's how Murtaugh's son is a cop and he dies.
1: Oh, God. And oh, God. I, I
0: find out who killed my fucking son. Yeah. And then it's John Wick. <laughs> and then it's just, just John Wick. It's John Wick with Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah, I agree. I, I think three's, it's a great movie. I mean, there's definitely things about it that I nitpick. because just yeah. But for what they are, it's like, if it was a different type of movie, I would nitpick harder. But because it's Lethal Weapon, I, I give it the... Whatever freedom, because it's an action movie and they're it's action movie level of threading between plots, which is perfectly fine. Um, so I think it's still a really enjoyable movie. And when I rank them, it's still to me one, two, three is the order. And literally, it's one, two, three, four. I think every movie, I every movie from number one, which I absolutely love, but I think it's a perfect movie, every Mm -hmm. movie gets a little bit less Mm -hmm. something. And, um, like I love one, two is a little bit, a little bit down of quality of something. Three is a little mm. bit down in quality, and four is a you know a huge, huge drop off. But to me, mm-hmm. it's the same way with Die Hard. Die Hard one is fucking amazing, perfect movie. Yeah. Die Hard two is just a little bit less. Die Hard mm. three is a little bit less. Even though, if I had to really, really boil it down, I would probably swap three and two. But I like two more. I would definitely. I like swap two, I like two. two
1: more. I like three a lot. I still think one's the best Die Hard, but I like I like Die Hard with a Vengeance a lot.
0: I like Die Hard three is fantastic, but to me, it also deviates from the Die Hard. Like Die Hard one yeah, and two it's, are the.
1: It's definitely not as Die Hardy because yeah, it's definitely not like I'm trapped in this certain yeah. situation and I have to try to figure a way out of it. Yeah, it's all just like I'm in New York yeah. City and
0: I have a terrorist. I'm trapped in a plot. Yeah, but I'm not trapped in a location, which is why I like the, yeah. what I like about Die Hard one and two. Um, yeah. But yeah, like the Weapon 3, it's a good it's, it's a good movie. It's it's a fun time. It's it's a good installment and it's a perfectly fine ending to a three movie successful franchise. Um, yeah. that they decide to uproot for four. And you if you ever do watch four, you
1: mm-hmm. look
0: at them and go, Yay, yeah, this is this yeah. we should have ended it six years ago. So when <laughs> Die Hard Five comes out or Legal Weapon Five comes out, you're like, Woof, rough.
1: Shouldn't have made this one
0: again. Yeah, no Gibson looks fine with the beard, but Danny Glover, yeah. he's old, dude. They're both he's old, too. but he's an old man. Damn. so well, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with our wrap up episode to yes. talk about everything that we've been checking out in the month exterior from Lethal Weapon. Uh, yes. so hey, guys, we'll see you.
1: See you guys.